Welcome to the podcast, Let the Prophet Speak. Today we are studying the prophet Ezekiel chapter 30b. That's the second half of chapter 30 of the Navi Yechaskel. Um, the first half was kind of interposed in the middle of Ezekiel's prophecies regarding Egypt. And we had a, a glimpse of Ezekiel looking off into the distant future, uh, the future of far-off lands, a future where the mighty nations of today will be gone and mighty nations of the future might arise and, and be gone. The Now Ezekiel's gaze kind of comes back down to earth, so to speak, back down to his present time, or at least the, uh, the very near future time. And he directly discusses the Egypt of his day and what they are about to suffer. Uh, this is gonna, I'm going to begin with verse 10 and complete the chapter. So says the Lord God, I will destroy the, the greatness, the wealth of Egypt. How? In the hands of Nebuchadnezzar, the king of Babylon. So here he is directly predicting an event that is going to take place <clears throat> later after the destruction of Judah when Nebuchadnezzar attacks and defeats Egypt in battle. Who the Amo Ito, he, the king, uh, Pharaoh, in other words, uh, and together with his nation, Oritse Goyim, they will, um, they will, uh, uh, the most evil, the most uh, brutal of the nations Muvaim will be brought to Egypt, to destroy the land. They will unsheath their swords against Egypt, and the land will be full of the, um, the uh, slain soldiers. I will turn the Orim, the, uh, or the channels of water that are dug, the canals, that the, they will be completely dried out. And I will deliver, I will sell the land away into hands of evil masters. And I will destroy the land and everything in it in the hands of strangers. In other words, non-Egyptians. I am God and I am speaking this. All of this destruction being uh, predicted now is being predicted in the context of Egypt not keeping its promise to defend Judah against the Babylonians. We do know that Egypt did, during the siege against Jerusalem, did send up soldiers to fight the Babylonians, but they were quickly chased back. The impression that one gets is, though, that it was a very half-hearted effort on the part of the Egyptians, and that the Egyptians basically abandoned Judah. And as a punishment for being unfaithful, this is what's going to happen. Also, of course, as a punishment for the things, the deeds that were described uh, two chapters ago, their haughtiness, their um, um, uh, and pride and uh, corruption in general. So let's continue verse 13. So says the Lord God, I will destroy the gilulim, which are the idols and all of the items associated with the idol worship. So here we see a hint that God is angry at Egypt for its its abandonment of him and turning towards other gods. I will get rid of the um, 
the Elilim, again, idols from the city of Nof in Egypt, in Asimeir, it's Mitzrayim there will no longer be a king in Egypt. Now, presumably this means there will no longer be an independent king, it will be reduced to vassal status. Lo Yeod, Benatati, Yerobiar, it's Mitzrayim, and the land of Egypt will be full of fear. Bahashimoti at Patros, I will destroy the city of Patros, which is a city in, in Egypt. Nunatati Esh Betzoan, I will set fire to Tzoan, another city, Asiti Shifatim Beno, and I will uh, execute my judgments against No, another city. Bishopachti Chamoti Al Sin, Maoz Mitzrayim, I will pour out my anger against Sin, which is one of the uh, strongholds of Egypt, Vechrati Et Hamon No, and I will uh, cut off and get rid of the wealth of the city of No. I will set fire to Egypt, Tuchul Sin, uh, the Tuchul Sin, the place of sin, which was a place name just mentioned two verses ago, will shake with fear. Venoti Yeli Bokea, and the city of No will become torn to pieces. Venov and the city of Nof will have will have enemies come against it during the middle of the day. Verse 17. Bachure Oven, the young men that live in Oven, uh, the place called Oven, Ufiveses, Bachera Vipolo, and the young men of the place called Piveses will also fall to sword, Vihena Bashevi Tilachna, and the young men will end up being taken away as captives, as slaves. Uvitach Panches, Uvitchan, I'm sorry, it's still a hard word to pronounce, Uvitchaf Neches. And, and it's another place name in Egypt, Chosachayom, the daylight shall be darkened, so to speak. B'shivrisham et motos Mitzrayim, when I break the, the power that upholds Egypt, v'nishbat bagaon uzah, her great pride will become uh, lowered. Her proud, her, her proud strength will, will end. He anon yichasena, so she will become covered in cloud, in gloom, so to speak, Guvenotel, Bashevi, Telachna, and her daughters, the young women will also go into captivity. I'll take judgments against Egypt. And they will know that I am the Lord God. I know this is kind of uh, sounds tedious, and listening to all this destruction is difficult, but that concludes a small portion, but it's going to continue. But now he's going to date it. And this date is crucial because the date gives us a little bit of a hint as to why Egypt is being condemned to this. And let's read verse 20. It was in the 11th year. And, and in Ezekiel's plans, he's dating his years by when Yehoyachin, King Yehoyachin was exiled to Babylon. So 11 years from then, Borishon, Beshev in the... Um, first month of the year on the seventh day of the month the word of God to me was as follows now um, <clears throat> this date is during the same year of the destruction of Jerusalem the completion of the siege and the, uh, the, the final destruction of the city Jerusalem and the temple so the fact that this same time God is is, is tell, telling Ezekiel a prophecy regarding the destruction of Egypt helps us understand that Egypt is being punished because they failed to show up to help defend Judah as they had promised. They failed to keep the promise that they had made and they left Judah to be destroyed by Babylon. Ben Adam, human being, God says, this is verse 21, at Zeroah, 
Paro Melech Mitzrayim Shavarti, I have broken the hand, the arm of Pharaoh, the king of Egypt, Chubasha, and it will not heal. It will not. Um, it was not. It was not. Chubasha means wrapped in a bandage. It was not wrapped in a bandage. In order that it could uh, uh, be healed, and um, no one has placed a firm. A chitol is another kind of uh, like a tightened bandage. In order to bandage it, so that it should be able to regain its strength. And in order to ever grasp a sword again. So God is saying, I broke Pharaoh's arm, and I didn't bandage it up so that it should heal, so that one day it can once again wield a sword. I will spread the Egyptians out among the other nations. I will scatter them in the other lands. Verse 24. Instead, I am going to strengthen the arms of the king of Babylon. I'm going to put my sword in his hand. We've had this metaphor several times that the king of Babylon is wielding God's sword because God chose that he should be his messenger of of um punishment against the other nations. I'm going to break the arms of those that support Pharaoh. And they will cry the groans or moan the groans of people that are dying. And that's what Pharaoh will see before him. And I will strengthen the hands of the people that support the king of Babylon. And the arms of the people that support Pharaoh will fall. And they will know that I am the Lord God. When I put my sword in the hand of the king of Babylon, and I lift it and raise it against the land of Egypt. I will spread out Egypt among the nations. And I will scatter them among the lands. They will know that I am the Lord God. This concludes... Chapter 30. <clears throat> Chapter 31, which we're going to study next, God will continue to uh, criticize uh, Pharaoh and Egypt. We'll have a little bit more detail as then as to why and what the sins were, as opposed to here, which, which uh, we just read about a lot of destruction. Um, but we did have a hint and a lesson to learn that, that, that this punishment was coming because they failed to to defend the people that they had promised to defend. They failed. Their whole alliance with Judah had completely fallen apart. And unreliability is the key sin that we had seen uh, in this uh, reading from today. Thank you so much for studying chapter 30 with me. Looking forward to studying chapter 31 and, of course, the rest of the book of Ezekiel together.